It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, the big announcement We've all been waiting for, everyone around the nation has been waiting for this move to happen. Your line of predators are back in the Arena Football League. Why? What did you think I was talking about? You know, it's not like it's the whole rundown here. Damian Lillard talk, because it's the only thing going on, apparently, on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 26, 2023. My name is Philip Rossman Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, it is another day and another rumor just roping the Orlando Magic in. We'll talk about what was said directly in the report since Magic fans are talking about and imagining things. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about when the Magic will decide to be heard and just for fun. We'll put together a Damian Lillard trade. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can put one together that, that makes sense because the exercise is valuable for other things. We'll get, we'll get to that later on the show. But before we do that, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. I don't want to be talking about rumors, guys. I, I really don't. Um, I, I, I'll just put this front and center, bury the lead as much as I can. Um, I don't 
think anything we're really talking about over the last three episodes now is particularly real. Um, there are, there, there's a good exercise to be done in this, which I, I will partake in, but um, I I don't want to be talking about rumors. Uh, you know, today I wanted to talk about the backup power forward question. That's that's the stuff I get into. That's the stuff I really love. I I was uh, now I'm covering UCF for uh, for for the I'm streaming UCF games for for the AP, and you know I was at UC, I was at Gus Malzahn's press conference this morning. One of the other reporters, you know, who's going to be at Magic Media Day, asked me about what I thought about the Magic, and you know I just went into this whole thing is like this the bench is just so exciting because Jamal Mosley can go in so many different directions. I, I, and like, I got really, really excited about it. Like we're almost here folks. We're one week away from the opening of training camp. Like let's, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's talk some basketball. But I'm here talking about rumors, not the game, not the game that we love, not the game that we live and breathe for. I'm talking about rumors. Um, I get it. Conversation starter. And look, as I said yesterday, when something gets reported by a legitimate reporter, there are some illegitimate reporters out there. Um, when it gets reported by a legitimate reporter, I do not doubt that the reporter was told by someone what they're reporting. Uh, I, I never doubt the veracity of the reporter reporting what he's reporting. He was told that he is reporting what he was told or she was told. Um, or they were told. Um, what I sometimes do question, though, is okay. And this is what I always say about rumors. So, so let's get let's get good practice in this before the deadline here. Always ask what's beneath it. Why is this being leaked? Who is leaking it? All that jazz. So let's dive into today's rumor. Um, Michael Grange of Sportsnet, a publication up in Canada, up in Toronto, had this big long article published in the afternoon, um, asking Raptors are in the mix for Damian Lillard, but is it a good idea? Um, that the, the substance of the report, and look, it's great to read it at sportsnet.ca. Um, you can find it on their, on their NBA page. Um, the Raptors, like they did with Kevin Durant, are trying to kind of wedge themselves into the superstar conversations. They're willing to risk losing a superstar in a year. They did it with Kawhi Leonard. They won a championship. Um, they, they're straddle, you know, Raptors is an organization and listen to our good friends at Lockdown Raptors. The Raptors is an organization believe they have still something to build with as the remnants of that 2019 team are slowly chipping away. They've got some good young talent. They're not ready to rebuild. That's not a market that's, that's susceptible to rebuilding. And while it appears they explored a Pascal Siakam trade, just like at the trade deadline, it appears they're more interested in buying. It appears they're more interested in trying to go after Damian Lillard. And with no one else kind of moving the market with the Miami Heat, the Raptors appear to be a team that's stepping into that void. Mark Spears of ESPN confirmed this, saying that if Lillard's getting traded this week, and some people think it's going to happen this week, uh, the week before training camp, if Lillard's getting traded this week, the Raptors are the favorite over the Heat. Um... As Magic fans, I'll let you debate whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I don't want to see the Heat win any more championships more than you do, but I have the Raptors pegged as one of the teams the Magic could knock out of the playoffs. So if the Raptors suddenly get good, the Heat are going to be in the playoffs no matter what. If the Raptors suddenly get good, that's one less spot for the Magic to take in the postseason. Just, just some food for thought there. 
Embedded deep within this article, though, embedded deep within this article is this paragraph. I want to read it verbatim, a little bit out of context. So I, you know, it, it, the paragraph itself, I think, is fine, but it's a little bit out of context. So please, sportsnet.ca slash NBA, you'll find the article there. It's Raptors are in the mix for Damian Lillard, but is it a good idea? Here's the quote. Quote, by all accounts, the Raptors seem at least reasonably confident they can maneuver their way to the front of the line past the Miami Heat Lillard's preferred destination and ahead of a team such as the Nets who have the draft picks to get something done if Portland is open to taking on the last two years of Ben Simmons' contract. The Orlando Magic could also make themselves heard, per sources, end quote. Again, the first part of that, virtually confirmed by Mark Spears, I think we could all sit here and say the Toronto Raptors are in the mix for Damian Lillard. There's reporting from two from a local reporter in Toronto, a national reporter in Mark Spears, there's enough to say the Raptors are really in this thing. This one line, though, about the magic. The magic could also make themselves heard, per sources. That is a weird statement. And, and look, I, I have in the past, I am not a breaking news reporter. Uh, like I, I will sit here and say that. I don't like politicking. I, I, I'm not... You know, I'm big in the blog world. I'm big in the podcast world. I'm not big in the reporting world. No one is placing stories with me. I've been trying to line up an interview with with the player uh, leading into camp for a little while now. Um, there's been some email issues on that front. Um, I'm not, you know, I would love to have more players on here. That's absolutely something I should probably be doing more of, but I'm not going out there seeking information. Uh, I... I'm a games guy. I, I despise rumors. I despise the rumor mongering. I think it's, I don't think it's it's necessarily bad for the game, but I do I do agree with the criticism that the off seasons become more the off season the trade deadline become more interesting than the games, and that negatively affects the league. As much as it's a, you know, as Jeff Walton likes to say, it is a sugar high. We're talking about it. I understand it's important. I understand that we have to talk about it. I'm a games guy. But when I have in the past gotten information, I am always very careful with my wording. I want to, A, use and mimic the words of the people I'm quoting so that, you know, the meaning that they get from it gets from it. If I need, you know, when I've, when I've gotten this information, I maybe ask for some clarification of what they mean by something if they're speaking in kind of these vague terms. But those instances have been very, very rare in my professional career. Yeah, that's not been my focus. I am a games guy. Give me a game. Let me tell you what happened in the game. That's 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 my approach. That's that's what I love about basketball. Um, I, I don't I don't love all this other outside stuff. Um, but this is a really really interesting phrasing. Um, saying the magic. I want to again make sure I get it right. Could also make themselves heard. My instinct. And again, this is just me speculating at this point. My instinct is to say, okay, maybe the Magic are involved in this as a third team facilitating. Maybe, or maybe that's what these teams want them to be. Maybe Portland is looking around at the market and saying, Orlando has a lot of things that we would like. They have the assets that we want to make a trade. Please, Jeff Waltman, speak up. 
you know, again, maybe they're probably asking for more than the Magic are willing to give. They're probably looking for a Franz Wagner, which the Magic are not trading. Um, we'll get to the we'll get to the parameters for what a Damian Lillard deal would look like, and I'll run back stupid comments I made in, in June. Again, I don't like trades. I'm bad at trades. Go look at my locked on mock draft. I'm bad at trades. I don't think I was that crazy in the locked on mock draft, but y'all did. Um, I'm bad at trades. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try that out a little bit. But what does it mean that the magic could be heard? Or, or, or could also make themselves heard. Um, again, the way I read this is that someone, whoever spoke to Michael Grange, is either using the magic as a boogeyman, which I surmise that they were that was happening a lot during the trade deadline, is using the magic as a boogeyman to try and get traction, to try and up an offer, saying, hey, the magic are fishing around. Everyone around the league knows the magic have assets to burn at this point. Or maybe it's a statement of the Magic have the pieces to make a deal happen if they pick up the phone and make an offer. This, to me, brought up an interesting thought experiment or an interesting thought. When will the Magic be heard? When will the Magic put themselves into these conversations. And that's ultimately the question we need to ask about this rumor. Because again, I don't think the Magic are chasing Damian Lillard. I don't. I, I don't think the Magic are chasing anyone. I think the Magic like their roster. They like what they're growing. They want to see how it plays out. They're not fishing right now. They're, they're napping against a tree ready for the season to start. They're not fishing. Um... But soon they're going to have to. And I think that's the point we need to draw out. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season today. FanDuel's official partner of the NFL. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. 
So, like I said, I, I think I don't think the Magic are chasing after Damian Lillard. I don't think the Magic are chasing after Buddy Heald. I don't think a Cole Anthony trade is imminent. Those are the kind of three rumors that have that have occupied our attention for the last three episodes of this show. Um, I don't think the Magic are fishing right now. Like I said uh, on Friday's episode when we talked about the Buddy Heald rumor that that popped up, um, this Magic team purposefully valued continuity. This Magic team purposefully sought to keep this group together. Essentially, we were all eager for an offseason of, of heavy action of a Fred Van Vliet, of a Gary Trent Jr. You know, we, we talked about those guys. I talked about Dwight, you know, on smaller scales, Dwight Powell. Um, we expected an offseason of some action. And instead, we got a very quiet offseason. The Magic didn't spin off one of their draft picks. They used them both. They didn't get rid of, you know, they got rid of Bull Bull. That was the big, big subtraction from the team. Orlando, and if you listen to Jamal Mosley talk, and who knows, maybe it's spin. But the Magic seemed to really believe that how they finished the season was just scratching the surface of what they can be. They believe that the best way for a young team to develop and to grow is through consistency. You have a consistent message, consistent coaching, consistent teammates. That's going to help a young team grow. And, and, and the Magic showed enough last year to give them another shot. But to say, okay, you're young, you'll get better. Show us what you can do in an 82-game season. That is that is part of the experiment. That is part of what this team is thinking about at this juncture. Um, you know. They don't know what they need. Like, that's been my big point all offseason. And, and, and what I think kind of the, the, the mission statement for the season is, it, it, the mission statement for, this, for the season is not to make the playoffs. That is a short-term goal for sure, and, and we expect them to do that. But that's not what the Magic need to get out of the season. The Magic ultimately need to, un, need to come out of the season understanding, okay, what do we actually have in Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner? And what do they need to be successful? And once, and shooting is obviously one, but once you've identified that, then you start to build and develop for beyond. Then you start to add the pieces to the puzzle. Then you start to add those players to the mix. The magic clearly. Either A, didn't see the opportunities out there for them to do so this summer. Or B, felt like they didn't have the answer. And didn't want to commit salary and didn't want to commit assets to do it. We talked about with Cole Anthony. This is a prove-it year, not just for Cole Anthony and Marco Fultz as they enter their free agency next summer. It's a prove-it year for everybody. To tell you where do you fit in the bigger picture, in the bigger puzzle. Where do you fit around, you know, the two 
twin sons of Tatooine that are Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner. How do you revolve around them? That is, that's the ultimate question we're asking. You know, I, I wrote, we'll, we'll, we'll get to this. It might be tomorrow. Honestly, let's do it tomorrow. We'll, we'll save the backup power for it for later in the week. Tomorrow we will talk about short and long-term questions on this roster because I have plenty. And it's not that I dislike players on this roster. It's there are real questions we need to ask as this team takes the step up. And so that's the question I ask in the rundown here. The Magic could be heard in this Damian Lillard discussion. Well, when are the Magic going to be heard? When are they going to be aggressive and put some of those chips into the table? Waltman clearly decided this was not the summer to do it. Um, You know, again, if the Magic were really interested in Damian Lillard, they would have done it in June and July. Why wait this long? Why give yourself only a week to convince Dame, like, hey, come to Orlando. We're just three hours north of Miami. We're just as cool. No. Um, What we're really asking is when are the Magic going to be ready? You know, last summer we had this big debate about Donovan Mitchell. Remember that? We had this big debate about Donovan Mitchell. And even then, you know, a lot of the same kind of people who... Honestly, a lot of the same arguments are being made as they were last summer. This is a young Magic team. Yeah, they probably need an all-star. They need a veteran who could stabilize the group and and elevate them up another level. And don't, don't be mistaken. If the Magic got Damian Lillard, just like if they got Donovan Mitchell, they would be a playoff team. The question the Magic are looking for is, can they... Do they, are, do they want to be a flash in the pan or do they want to be a long-term deal? Like, let's be real. Donovan Mitchell to New York rumors have started up again. Um, you know, there's there's concern that Mitchell's not long for Cleveland. Cleveland took a gamble. I think it was the right one to take for them where they're at. Orlando wants to be where Cleveland was to make that kind of a risk, to make that kind of a gamble. That is, that's where we're heading this season. For the Magic to be heard, for the Magic to get involved, to, to feel like it is time to risk some assets, to put some chips in the middle of the table, for the Magic to do that, they've got to be heard on the court first. And that's been my big point. Last year with Donovan Mitchell to this year. The Magic have to prove themselves on the court. They have to prove that they're not just potential, that they are a playoff team. And they started doing that a little bit last year. They certainly could have done some more this summer. If they wanted to, if the opportunity arose. Maybe it didn't. Um, I would argue as well, it's about who as much as when. But to be sure, that when is coming. Orlando's got decisions to make. They've got a roster to build. And, and now they have to figure out who they are. I don't think Lillard's the right guy. And it's not because he's a bad player. He's a great player. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the league. Um, just one of the coolest dudes. You know, say what you want about the way he's handling his exit from Portland. It's not been good. Frankly, it's been Dwight-esque um, in, in, in the raw, you know, not in the absolute wrong ways that, the, that Dwight Howard left, but it's been, it has not been handled particularly well. Um, uh, 
I think that Lillard would undoubtedly elevate this team into a surefire playoff team, not a play-in team, a playoff team. They'd be top six in the East. But I can't blame Damian Lillard. I can't blame the Magic for thinking, okay, we're going to pay a lot of the money for Damian Lillard, which is fine. He's worth it. For the twilight of his career, when we're going to need at least a year, maybe two, to get championship good. And I do have concerns, and I do think it is a problem, or it is it is a risk to throw your players into the deep end of having to compete for a championship and having championship expectations. Because let's be real, you're trading for Damian Lillard right now. He is expecting a championship in the next two years. I don't think this team is ready for that pressure. I think this team is ready for the pressure of trying to make the playoffs and, and trying to do all that. I don't think this team is ready for championship pressure. I think Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner and a lot of these guys still need just a little bit of room to make mistakes. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I've, I've had people, I had people tell me with the Donovan Mitchell stuff that, you know, you're worried about culture. You're worried about those expectations. Well, your top player sets your culture. And, you know, a Damian Lillard comes in, he will raise everyone's level up. I have no doubt about that. But again, he's kind of made it clear where he wants to be. And I don't think he'd be thrilled. I don't know what's going to happen, but you're giving up a lot and you're not quite sure you're getting a lot in return. Um, I don't know. But this is the main point. The Magic will have their day. And what's been clear as the Magic's name keeps popping up in all these rumors, you know, Van Vliet in the summer, Mitchell last year, or Van Vliet in the spring, Mitchell last year, Lillard now, is that the Magic have the tools to get it done. They have the tools to be players in these trade discussions. The question is when, and the question is who. And Orlando is more than likely, if everything goes as we think it will go this season, Next summer could very well be when the Magic make that big push. When the Magic no longer go from a team that is rumored to be interested or, or rumored as a team that could do something. Because again, that's all this is. They're not actually doing anything. And go from a team that actually makes the move. Just for fun, I think we should discuss what a Damian Lillard trade would look like. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that and what the Magic actually have on the table coming up here in just a moment. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
So, you know, um, I hate fake trades. I want to put that up right now. I think fake trades are usually bad. Um, you know, usually one side is overvaluing their their stuff more than others. Um, I'm a big fan of frameworks for trades um, where you say, okay, these pieces fit together. Maybe there's some details I need to fill in, but there's something there. Um, you know, it, for sure. Um, but I do think this process or, or this exercise, and, and this is, I think, what's more important than, than you know, when I when my writers at Atlanta Magic Daily put together fake trades, I usually tell them, I don't care about your fake trade. Don't break down why this fake trade is good or bad. Explain to me what the Magic are getting out of it, why the Magic do it, why these are the players you offer. The process is more important. Um, you know, that, you know, again, my fake trades during the lockdown mock draft were terrible. You know, I'll admit that. Um, I thought they were smart at the time. As Jeff Oldman always says, your your mock drafts change every day. That day I made some bad, that day maybe I made some bad decisions. But I, I spent a whole podcast, you could go back to June, listen to it. I did a whole podcast explaining my reasoning behind it. And, and I hope that that would, I hope that that would like give you some understanding of what I was thinking. And, and look, you know. You know, Magic ended up drafting Jet Howard. So my Grady Dick pick at, at six didn't seem as crazy um, as maybe it did. And, and you know, what, whatever. Um, that's that's water under the bridge. Again, who gives a sh- who cares about fake trades? Who cares? Um, over the over the summer leading up to the draft, I did a podcast with Mike Richmond of Lockdown Blazers. You can go back and listen to that. Um, that was very draft heavy, so maybe it's not as relevant now. But we did do a segment where I said, hey. And, and I, I texted him beforehand and said, "Hey, I gotta ask. Let's talk Damian Lillard, um, because you know the because even then we understood the Magic were a team that had the tools and the potential to get it. And I think we both agreed at the end of it that there probably wasn't a deal there. Um, I got in hot water because I said, you know, Damian Lillard is a, is the kind of player that you have to consider everything for. He is that good of a player, and if it's a one year thing, and 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 that's all that matters, you know." Damian Lillard is probably better than any player the Magic have just on one year. Over five years, Paolo's certainly better. Franz is probably better over five years. Um, so I'm not going to rehash what got me in trouble that day. Um, again, I like, I, I, I'll say this. Paolo and Franz are non-stars. They are not available in any trade. Take them off the board. And if that kills any chance that the Magic have to get a player like Damian Lillard, then there's no deal to be had. And I think that's the general assumption uh, I've, I've seen is that if Portland, you know, if Portland's going to make a deal, they're going to want to either, they're going to want to get off Yusuf Nurkic's money. Um, so, you know, I think, I think the one thing we talked about uh, in, in the podcast with Mike Richmond was trading uh, six and Wendell Carter for two and Nurkic. And I was like, I like, Scoot Henderson a lot, but I didn't like him that much. Um, you know, I didn't think Nurkic really solved many of the Magic's problems. Um, you know, if anything, you lose the versatility as well as the contract value of Wendell Carter um, and still have the injury, injury problems that Wendell Carter has that that, that concern me. Um, Nurkic has a long track record of, of injuries, unfortunately. And, and while I think, you know, I think I kind of conceded that, you know, he's more of the traditional center that works in the playoffs, I don't know if it's, I, I don't think, I don't see the difference enough to, 
to, to make me want to make that deal. And, and so I think I ultimately passed on his offer um, to, to move up to two in that draft. Um, that's probably still what's on the table. It, it feels like Portland is looking for a lot of future assets, which again, the Magic have. Um, some draft picks, uh, and then to unload Nurkic's money. Um, so they would probably really want Wendell Carter in a Magic deal. If, if Franz and Paolo are off the table, they're going to want to swap Nurkic for Carter. That doesn't solve many of the Magic's problems, unfortunately, because the biggest issue the Magic have in trying to make a trade for uh, a Damien Lillard is to get to Lillard's salary. Because they're they're not over the cap, but they're they're bumping up against it. They only have a couple million under the cap. They're, they're, they're clear of the salary floor, of the payroll floor. Um, so what did the Magic have to offer? Well, I, I don't think they could trade Joe Ingles till December 15th. So that's kind of off the table. Gary Harrison, $13 million is certainly going to help you get there. Jonathan Isaac at 17.4, probably, you know, that would get you there. Does... Portland want Jonathan Isaac? I mean, his contract is really easy to get off of, but that's not the long-term asset they're looking for. I imagine, you know, and, and you know, do the Blazers want Jalen Suggs? Um, they're pre- pretty stacked at guard, but that'd be a coming, that'd be coming home for him. That'd be going back to, to the Northwest. Making a gaming Lillard trade for the Orlando Magic is just really hard. It's hard to make the salaries work. It's hard to find the right mix of value that Portland's looking for and the right mix of what Orlando is willing to give up. Um, I don't know if it's there, to be perfectly honest. Um, They're probably not looking for Cole Anthony as he sets for restricted free agency. They got plenty of money already invested in Anthony Simons as well as now Scoot Henderson. So he's probably off the table. You know, cap room ain't going to do them much. They're, They're getting ready to rebuild. The Magic would probably have to throw in a couple draft picks. The, you know, Orlando would insist on the 25 Denver pick. Portland would probably be looking for this year's first, maybe another first in 26. Um, I don't know. I, you know, again, my big thing is frameworks for a deal. You know, like the Buddy Heald trade, the Buddy Heald thing. The Buddy Heald thing, there is a framework for a deal. You know, Cole Anthony... And the 25 Nuggets pick for Buddy Heald, and, and give us a second, like, I don't know. But Buddy Heald for Cole Anthony, um, that's 19 to 13 million. So, you know, maybe the Magic could have to add some more salary on their end. Um, you know, maybe that's just Caleb Houston, like, who knows? Um, or Chumo KK. Um, there's a framework for a deal there. Now, or Buddy Heald for Gary Harris even works. Um, it, you know, Buddy Heald for Gary Harrison, again, like Chumo KK, that works. There is a framework for a deal there. So that's more likely to me than Damian Lillard. I just don't see a framework for a deal. If Portland, it, for what Portland's trying to accomplish and what Portland's trying to do in these deals, it's, it's not there. So sure, the Magic might want to be heard and, and, and you know, their best offer probably isn't going to beat Toronto, who's probably offering OG and Anobi, I imagine. Um, it's not going to beat Miami offering Tyler Hero. Uh, again, as far as young assets go, it's not beating those guys. Um, you know, well, who, who Orlando is willing to give up that Portland would want 
is frankly very low. And again, just sitting here thinking about it, do the Magic really want to give up Cole Anthony? Like, sure, I, I will. I, I'm a big Gary Harris guy. I will believe that Gary Harris is very available. That you know, when we get to the trade deadline, when we if if the Magic are making these trade negotiations now, like Gary Harris, Joe Ingles, and I love Joe Ingles. I'm really excited for Joe Ingles to be on this team. That 11 million dollar contract is going to be valuable if Orlando's looking to flip that into something long term. Um, flip that into a younger long term piece for this team. That's partially why it was signed. Um, the framework for to make it work with Portland, it just isn't there. There, there, there is no there there. Like the Indiana thing, but Buddy Heald for Gary Harris. There needs to be some pieces added, but that makes sense for both sides. You know, at least on its face or. You know, a buddy healed for Cole Anthony. If that's the direction you want to go, I'm not saying the Magic do any of this, but that's the start of something. You can have a conversation about that. I'm not sure there is a real conversation to be had for Damian Lillard, where the Magic give Portland what they're looking for to make it happen. And some of that is the Magic probably aren't ready to give up on a lot of these players. They're probably not ready to give up on Jonathan Isaac. They're probably not ready to give up on Cole Anthony or Marco Fultz or Wendell Carter or any of these guys. And like I said, that's kind of what this season is for figuring out is who actually is going to be part of this thing as we move forward. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them are still on podcast to your podcast enabled listening device. For the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can always follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Be sure to check out as well the Orlando Magic Cub. I posted a new playbook video on my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Cub, talking about Paolo Bancaro and his need to find efficiency with his dribbling. Very, very fun stuff. Very, very nitty-gritty stuff, the kind of content that I'm looking to make on the Orlando Magic Cub. You can find the link to that article and learn more about the Orlando Magic Cub on my Twitter account at philiprr underscore omd or go to patreon.com, search for Orlando Magic Cub. You'll see my smiling face with the Amway, with the uh, Amway Center behind me. Um you'll find all that you'll find all that's all that great stuff uh there as well. Definitely look into it uh as we get ready for the start of the season. I'm gonna be posting a lot more content there as well. But that's gonna do it for me today. Tomorrow on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Magic for my everyday crew we will talk about Short and long-term questions for three key players on the Orlando Magic. Players that, you know, we talked a little bit about here today. We have a lot to prove for this team. We'll get to that on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We'll see you again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, 
Everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 